Welcome back to Money Talkers. This is the High Impact Series with your host, Cody Laughlin. I have Luis Diaz on. We just got done talking to the king of podcasts. And so if you haven't listened to that episode yet, go back in there and follow along with the story and catch some of the, the tips and tricks and gold that he dropped in there. Um, but this is the High Impact Series. This is where I'm going to ask the one big question. And in this, we want to find something actionable for you to be able to take away, to take your earbuds out, take your headphones off, and go have a money talk with your kids. This is where you can change their financial trajectory, but also open up the relationship so that down the road when they have bigger and bigger money questions and money talks that you were a part of that, you've opened that relationship and that you are now going to not only just further them, but also further your relationship with your kids as well. And so Lewis, are you ready? I'm ready. Let's awesome, man. So here's the one big question, right? What's the one thing that you would teach about that our schools don't that's had a major impact on your life? Oh, this is great. So, um, Backstory, I didn't get any, any kind of financial coaching or anything like that coming out of high school or college. Knew a little bit of accounting. It's good, but it doesn't really transfer over well into the, in the real world in my experience. So one of the things I learned in, in my, my journey is, has been to profit first and how to take money and set it aside before expenses. In accounting, we're taught you know, revenue minus expenses, taxes, all that stuff gives you profit. Well, why don't we take the profit? This is not my, my philosophy. This is Mike Michalowicz's, but it's helped me tremendously. It's only take 1% to 2% off of your revenue, put that aside for savings, for investing, for other stuff, and then take out the profit, or then take out the expenses. Um, that way, you're not left with, you know, at the end of the month, or spending everything before you have anything to save. For me, this has helped me um, not have a big tax bill at the end of the year, because <laughs> I have money set aside for taxes specifically. Um, not have... Uh, issues when I want to like, you know, take my girlfriend out or buy a nice present for my parents, you know, cause I've got, I've, I've taken my profit first. So if you're, you know, if you're a parent or you're a, a kid or, you know, a teenager, start to look at how much money you're bringing in and take one to 2% of that and put it away somewhere for investing or whatever it is you love. Um, I started doing this about a few years ago and it has helped me tremendously because now I see the fruits of my labor. Whereas before I would, I would, make some money, spend it all on expenses and random stuff and not know where it went at the end of the year. Um, and if you're running a business, this is problematic because you'll get a tax bill at the end of the year with no, with no money anywhere. <laughs> and, and then you're, you're in trouble. So, so yeah, I mean, as a, I wish I had started this when I was 15, 16 years old, starting to build that, you know, one to 2% or even more if you can, putting it on the side and then, you know, putting it towards something else you really, really love or your future. You know, I think it's something that, um, isn't talked about very often is no. that the bottom line of successful companies is, you know, one to 2% is doing okay. Uh, you know, four to 5% or above is like an exceptional company usually, right? Mm -hmm. You're keeping that yeah. on the bottom line. So in that, in that theory and profit first, which I love that book, by the way, and actually the, his ebook, his, his audio audible books yeah. are, like they're by far, I think they're my favorite audible books like ever, like the way he tells stories and gets excited about all the stuff he talks about things and are just fantastic. You can't spell his name. It's Michael no. Powell. I actually have one of his books Same. sitting next to me that I haven't got into yet, but um, it's uh look for profit first or the, the, um, the pumpkin, is it pumpkin theory pumpkin plan? Pumpkin plan. That's right. Yeah. And so um, I love the fact that he talks about taking one to 2% out of the revenue, right? Because yeah. it's not enough to hurt. But it's mm -hmm. also, you're, you're basically saying, okay, if I don't spend this money and I can spend everything else, like I have a pretty successful company. Yeah. Because you're doing okay. You've got bottom line. 
you know? And mm -hmm. so um, I love that idea that you bring that up because that is such a business aha that many <laughs> entrepreneurs never learn in the first place. But when you learn that, it kind of takes the pressure off a little bit of going, yeah. wait a minute, I'm not doing this wrong, right? I got to get a little bit better. I only got to get 1% better or 2% better and I get that 5% net, right? And what yeah. I mean by net, and so just for people are listening to this, like if you're talking to your kids about it, like if you show them a company that does a million dollars in revenue, if you have a 5% net bottom, it means everything's paid, you would keep 50 grand. Not bad. Yeah. Oh. So it's, it's, but it's also probably mind blowing for most people who look at somebody that's making a million dollars a year in revenue in a normal business, you know, right. and they say, oh, wow, you know, the bottom line's only 50 grand. Like, so, you know, how do you keep growing that? And how do you keep pushing that number up in the revenue side? And it was kind of what we talked about a little before was like, if you're the driver, you got to drive that million up because the bottom's only a percentage of it. Exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. So, um, what, so when you did, did you follow the plan? Did you do the separate bank accounts and the things that oh, he yeah. has in there? Yeah. Yeah. And my, my, my banker, I have a local bank in Florida in West Palm and, uh, they looked at me crazy. So I had to go and explain to them, like, look, I'm setting up different accounts. This is not a scam. This is, I'm not laundering money. <laughs> Cause they looked at me they're like, wait, what do you want to do again? And, and, and man, it was funny. And, uh, I talked to Rocky about this who we talked about before and he, he laughed cause it, it's a similar thing. But I did. Yeah. And that's a huge thing too, setting up separate bank accounts. And I labeled them. I have tax, I have owner's comp, I have my profit, I have my owner's expense. Um, one of the benefits to this, pro this system that we didn't talk about is that like, if you take 3% or 2% off the top of your profit, now you've got the rest for expenses. So now you have to spend, now it kind of makes you like force you to use less money to, on your expenses. So you can see, okay, well, if I've got like $10,000 in expenses and I only have like eight grand left over after I take my profit out, there's an issue here. I'm spending too much in expenses, right? So it helps you really see objectively, like, here's what you got to cover with it to cover your expenses. And if you don't cover it in that without money, you, there's a, a imbalance equation here. Um, so yeah, yeah. And I, I did accounting and finance for a couple of years and they teach you like revenue expenses you know, so I drilled into my mind for like, you know, many years of accounting, but it's not how it's the best way to put it in, in real life. There's not a lot of accounting operators though. <laughs> no, <laughs> you know what exactly. I mean? So, <laughs> so <laughs> that's, uh, that's kind of like, you know, the different pieces of the business we're talking about, like there's finance over here. They're not usually in operation. They're not using sales and marketing very well. Yes. Like we need to, we need to find what we're good at. And so, um, uh, you know, one of the, one of the really, kind of like eye-opening things to, to being a successful business owner is that the only thing that you really control is expenses. Mm. You, know? <laughs> you, can, you yes. can try marketing, you can try more sales, you can try better operations, but the one thing you control as an owner is you control expenses. And so a lot of people don't like to look in that, or that you know, part of the statement. That's not the fun part. Yeah. Right? No, it's not. It hits your ego. It hits your oh, ego. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, bad. That's where your bad decisions are lying in there, too, you know? Um, yes. <laughs> it's kind of the mirror, the mirror down there uh, of some of the decisions that you make. And so, um, but I love that idea. And I think it's a great takeaway for parents to be able to talk about um, with their kids is that, you know, as a business owner, you know, like, how do, how do they get paid? Right? Because I know as a kid, I would have no idea. Right. I would just think, oh, no. that guy's a business owner. Right. Like, well, how does he get paid? Does he take a salary right. and then have a net or does like, and then taking that idea of saying, okay, look, 
you know, let's take the profit first. If you're going to be an entrepreneur and you're going to set up a business, right? And you talk through a business plan, like that needs to be part of it. Mm-hmm. If you did that from the beginning, then, you know, you've got a, uh, you've got a, a, a real better chance of not being one of the, the ones that close up real quick. Right. Yeah. And I think yeah. that that's, uh, I think that's a, it's a good thing to make sure that you have plans before you, before you run, you know, I'm a big person of taking action, but on businesses, I think that you need to look at each part of the six avenues of a business and have a plan for each one. Even if it's a right. one page thing and you write down three sentences, like have an idea of how you're going to handle each part of the operation of the business and think you have much better chance of being successful. Big time operationalized things like that. Um, another side note, one of the things that helped me really a lot was um, going through my expenses every single month, whether I wanted to or not the fifth before the fifth of the month, you have to do it. And um, yeah, that's another huge one too, that uh, I didn't start until late in the game or later in the game. Um, so <laughs> no, that's a great idea to take action, right? Cause one thing you said earlier in our podcast, uh, last time that I really took away from talking with you is that, you know, the, the people who you've been around that are, you know, pro athletes and billionaires and high figure earners and all that stuff is that they, uh, they take immediate action. Yeah. You know, don't second guess yourself. Just do it. Yeah. So well, listen, man, that's a, I think that's a big takeaway, uh, for, for the audience and, uh, a way that parents can take their headphones off, take their earbuds out. And go have that money talk with your kids. And, you know, this, you know, 10, 15 minute conversations that you have with them is really going to open their eyes and change their financial trajectory. Even if you're just planting the seeds, even if you don't think they're listening, it will open the relationship that you talk about money with them. And so that you're a money talker. And so if you're a money talker and you talk about them with money, when they have bigger and bigger things down the road in their life, that they come up, it's gonna, you're going to have that relationship. And so take yeah. action now go have these talks with your kids and go and go set that relationship up for future success. So Lewis, um, I want to, uh, I will put notes in here for podcast domination.co. Don't go to.com. We talked about that <laughs> earlier on the last one, but podcast domination.co and, uh, and look them up on, uh, on social. You'll find them as the, one of the most uh, influential podcast people out there. That's always providing a bunch of value. So I want to say thanks again for coming on money talkers. Cody, thanks so much for having me. I love it, man. It's been fun. Thank you for listening to another episode of Money Talkers with me, your host, Cody Laughlin. If you found this episode helpful in your pursuit of financial dominance, it really helps if you make sure to leave a five-star rating and share it with your friends or family members who could use good financial information and entrepreneurial success tips. I invite you to join the Money Talkers Community Facebook group. Open Facebook and search for Money Talkers to join today. Follow us on Instagram at The Money Talkers for inspirational mindset posts, encouragement, and investing tips. And remember, the one thing you can do to change your kid's financial future is to start talking about money with them because you are a money talker.